Hello, I'm Becky Kohlberg, and this is my show. Today, I am bringing you a special episode. It's episode five, part two of intimacy and body confidence. Last week in episode four, we met with Jenny Price around intimacy and body confidence, and we're going to have a continuation of that today. Today, we're going to take a deeper dive in intimacy. This is not for the young kids in the room. If you have young kids in the room, please either put in some earbuds or watch this later. It's not for the younger audience. Okay. Get ready. I've got the red sweater. I've got the red roses. It's going to be hot. It's going to be spicy. Let's do this. Let's bring on Jenny Price. All right. Let's welcome back Jenny Price. Jenny, welcome. Just in case people didn't see episode four, let's hear from you uh, to share with the viewers a little bit about your background and some, some fun stuff about you. Super. Before that, though, all the red you have going on right now is really working for this topic. Super high passion, including your lips. And all I have is a suntan to show off. And that's a good thing, too. My greatest gift is seeing people's lives transformed. I am a pastor's wife and I love serving in my church and getting to see that happen. And I run a coaching business of my own and work for personal development company called Clemmer and Associates. And what I get to do with my life is walk alongside people wherever they are and call them to understanding what is working in their lives and and thriving in that and calling them out of the places that are not working in their lives. I also have had the privilege of raising five kids. I'm almost to the finish line with that. And my youngest are 17. My oldest is 25. And for fun, I'm at the beach, I'm at a coffee shop, or I'm reading a novel. That's me. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing, Jenny. Okay. We've got some hot topic questions today. I feel like it's like there's got to be a warning, uh, you know, sizzling, sizzling hot. That's why that's why I'm all in the red. And for the viewers, in case you don't know, Jenny is actually doing this interview from her bed. Like that black back or blue background is her headboard. So Jenny's all in for this interview. Show them. It's the bed. This is where the magic happens. <laughs> some of the magic. I have other beds, too. All the beds are mine, Becky. Okay. First question, Jenny. What are some healthy practices around how a woman can love her body? I think a beautiful thing, and I'm not going to presume that all of your listeners practice this, is daily affirmations, is literally waking up to greet yourself. Yes, you do your teeth, you do your things that you do in the morning. With that, taking with it, I am beautiful, I am loved, I am treasured, whatever I might not be feeling most readily are the affirmations that I choose to place over me. There's certain ones like strong and powerful and brave that are very natural for me. Those aren't the ones I need. I need to know that I am valuable to others, beautiful. So daily affirmations, another practice that I love seeing people choose, and it's, it's a tough one, is any sort of mirror exercise. Sitting in front of the mirror for a length of time, standing in front of the mirror, and calling out 
out loud to yourself, what do you love about what you see? What do I love about what I see? What do I love about what I see? And having a conversation with yourself about that. And, you know, I think it's pretty important to have someone in your life that speaks beauty over you, that speaks language like that. So if you have not recruited powerful, powerful, loving girlfriends in your life, that's an important thing. In my marriage, something that I do, I straight up tell my husband, I need you to tell me how beautiful I am at least three times this week. That's pretty concrete information for a very logical guy. And he is able to step into that. And you know what I get when I request that? Usually like five or six times. So he can't count, but he hits at least three and it's beautiful. So those are a few. So what I'm hearing, Jenny, is how a woman can take care of herself is not, not even in the bedroom. This is outside of the bedroom. This is before you even go into the bedroom and um, speak. What, what did you say? Speak kindness over yourself. Speak kindness words? and speak life over yourself. Mm-hmm. And it starts in front of the mirror and requesting your partner to tell you how beautiful you are three or more times a week. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'll be using that. My husband will get to hear that today. Okay. Another question. How do I love my body even when it's not exactly where I want it to be? That is such a good question. How do I love my body even if it's not exactly where I want it to be? So I do not open every one of your emails and the ones that I have opened have been complete treasures on this topic. And that is why one thing you can practice is get on Becky Kohlberg's subscription list if you're if you're not yet on there. And for me, it's focusing on the parts of me that I really do like easily. Like there are things that I love about my body and those things that I don't have great satisfaction around, I don't have to have a love-hate relationship with those. It can be, I'm working on this part of my body. I'm developing stronger muscles here or there. So I think that also is a speaking, how do I speak to myself and um, do something different. 1% change a day is change and creating habits that for me, it does not serve me to say, I'm not touching this for 10 months. Like that doesn't work for my body. My body says, screw you. Like I'm going to do whatever I want. So setting up structures that are actually winning programs, practices that I can keep um, to keep my body in a development of of growth and and momentum in the direction that I want to be going in. Jenny, can you give me an example? I can. So an example would be, let's just take sugar. So that mindset of cutting sugar out for life for me, not a program I'm going to win at. For me, Having two meals a day with no sugar in them is a really great structure. And combining that with another structure of not eating after 7 p.m. Because whatever I eat after 7 p.m., it's like fruity pebbles and marshmallow fluff. Like it's not anything that has any nutrition. So like those are two things I can do every day of my life. Not eat after 7 and two of my three meals a day do not have sugar in them. That's one example of a, and I, and I love when I'm practicing something like that because I feel empowered about my decisions versus just letting life happen to me, haphazard living. 
not healthy. Haphazard living. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is kind of intentional making choices for your body. Okay. Next question. We got the red flames. I feel like there should be some flames going on here. What are ways to spice things up in the bedroom? There are lots and lots of ways. And I will say this is going to sound like a fun confession. And I mean, I'm choosing to be vulnerable by being the person talking about this conversation. So I didn't know about sex toys till about seven years ago. So for 24 years of marriage, nothing, no choice. It was just the two of us and it was beautiful and working and thriving. And those little toys have given me the ability to be in a place of I'm excited now about having sex. Like the crock pot microwave mentality is over in my bedroom. We're both microwaves if we want to be. We're both crockpots if we want to be. But the toys, I think so many women are afraid to use those. And so many husbands, partners are excited that those are being used. So that is, I don't find that's being discussed very often. And I'm not going to get into tips of how to use them and all that, because that's for you to figure out. And number two, figure out what your body does like. And if you need to figure that out by yourself first, so that you can become comfortable with it happening with your love loving partner, then that's another way. And again, I don't, I don't hear that discussion very often. Like self-discovery is something that is a helpful thing around what is my body? What, what is my body like today that five years ago, I would not have ever been comfortable with. Or hormonally, all the changes that have gone on in the last five years, that doesn't, I don't like that at all anymore. And I, so just the freedom of expression, the freedom of trial and error. And we I touched on this, I think the last time we, we talked, talking during sex works, talking during sex works, opening your eyes and looking at each other really works. And Hiding doesn't work. Just like in life, hiding doesn't work. It's not going to work in the bedroom either. So being in, in the discovery process together is, um, is another fun practice. <laughs> Two things. One, episode four, you mentioned the microwave versus the crock pot and how one takes longer to heat up. So please go back and watch that. And the other is you mentioned something so funny to me. What I like on Monday, I might not like on Tuesday. What I like on Tuesday, I might not like on Wednesday. So that's a constant practice of saying, hey, what you did yesterday felt really great, but I don't want it today. So really, that is constantly communicating. So how can you communicate effectively to where, one, you're getting your needs met, and two, you're not hurting their feelings? Such a loving way to approach it. And... There's not going to be a guarantee that you aren't going to hurt someone's feelings. And I think the more that we are talking in the bedroom all together, the the more open it becomes. The, The irony is for men, what works for them works just about every time. Like it's the same thing that works. So like there's more measures and variables to a woman's body. And that is a beautiful mystery. And because of that, it does require conversations. And I think, I think it's similar to 
if someone was cooking a meal a certain way and, and all of a sudden I'm like, I've never liked onions in my entire life. And he keeps putting onions in that dish. How would you do it then? So to me, it's a similar practice of any conversation. And it would look like, you know what, babe, I have sort of liked this meal and I really want to like it even more. And one of the things that in my, my part of the meal that I don't like is onions. So I'm being honest and I haven't been clear in my communication. So confessing that I have not been as clear as I want to be in communication is one of the ways to prevent hurting feelings. So, and say what you need to say to me, being blunt is a gift and the tone of voice that we do that with is what is honoring, like not being blunt, like rude, but being clear you know what? I liked that last week and I don't want to do that today. What I want to do is this. Let me teach you. Let me teach you how this works. That's, that's exciting to the other person most of the time. So tone, that is such a good point. I, I get feedback for that a lot of your tone is rather sharp and, and I could see that being um, a really good point. Okay. Some more questions here. Um, what about couples who work from home and have kids and they work while their kids are in school? How can they get creative in finding time to be together? Well, they can time their lunch break appropriately. They can start their work day. They can get the kids to school and start their day with time together. and. Um, you know, it's fun to do things fast sometimes. <laughs> so it's not like this requires an hour and a half experience of time. So connect, make a connection. And if kids are an excuse, that's an 18 year nightmare plan to, to avoid one another intimately. So that's not an option. Um, staying up later than your kids, putting your kids to bed earlier or in book reading mode. And that, that it really is a great question. I, I certainly hear from most women when the house is empty, I feel the most connect, like most ability to be all in sexually. When there's a kid that could possibly knock on my door, like moms are still thinking about that. Dad's a few kids could walk in and out and might not even phase them. Um, but that's that is so true. Right? Like bombs can be going off and they're still all in and you're like, ah, so no excuses there, to be honest. I've worked with so many people with, especially in the church setting, I would say like, we just don't have time. We just da, da, da. once a month is all we can find. And it's like, you wouldn't say that to your kids. You wouldn't say once a month, I'm going to spend special time with you. So why would we do that to our loved one, our, our intimate partner? Wow. That is a really great point when you put it into that perspective. So let's say time is an issue. How do you create a true quickie? <laughs> what a fun question. Okay. So there's different versions of quickies. So there's quickies that is about two people enjoying being together and one person being satisfied. There's the quickies of two people being together and two people being satisfied. So the first one is 
at my house, it sounds like, hey, babe, this is all about you. I'm completely involved. I'm all in to support you. And the faster, the better. Like, let's go. That's Being direct, blunt. So, so direct, so clear. And at that point, he could not possibly have questions about what is happening. Like, it's very clear. I would say when it's both parties, the engines get to be revved quickly for a woman. And that is pretty direct to me. A tool is helpful for that. And typically stimulating the clitoris as quickly as possible is going to get things revved and pumped up for the quickie. If, if you are doing all the build up and the long-term stuff, you're not, it's, you're not going to get there go for touching the immediate point of contact clitoris fast. Um, okay. You have different bedtimes. You know, my husband, I go to bed early. My husband goes to bed late. I get up early. My husband gets up late. So many people are on different schedules. How do you figure that out? So I would say I'm going to come from experience on this one for me and Matt Sunday afternoons is a really regular time for us, like almost a guaranteed time. He takes a nap. Sunday's his biggest work day as pastor and we take a nap and that's always guaranteed yummy, yummy time. And I think our kids are pretty clear. They do not want to interrupt that. They don't, they don't want to wake us up from a nap is the biggest key there. And we might be doing other things besides napping. The other thing I would go right back to, it's not an excuse, like make time in the middle of the day, in the morning, you will prioritize what is important. The same people asking this question, go work out at a certain time during the day. They meet with a therapist once a week. Like they, they keep appointments with other people. So find the time that is a match a couple times a week, three times a week for you. So let's say, Jenny, you want to, and yet you're really truly tired. Not tonight, dear. I have a headache. That is okay for a couple, three, four days. It's not okay for a month. Yeah, I, I, I don't. We, I don't every time. I, I sometimes, I'm not even tired. I'm just not in the mood. And too much has gone on emotionally throughout the day. There's other reasons along with tired. And a commitment of when is a really great response to that. Okay, not tonight. And by Friday night, by three or four days from now, I commit to, to a, a sex date. I love that creating. So you, not right now, I'll do it by Friday. That is a great, um, com- you're making a commitment mm-hmm. and yet you're not doing it right then. That is fantastic. That applies to so many areas of our life, <laughs> not just sex. Like, okay, no, I can't take care of that right now. I'll take care of that later. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. All right, Jenny, wrapping this up. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable and comfortable. Again, being comfortable, being talking about this. What are, what's, what would you like to end this with? I think just finishing on that thought, the cool thing about setting an appointment out a little bit is a lot of those little love touches can happen both directions to build the love experience. And then wham, Friday is hot and messy and yummy. Like there's 
knowing what's coming is also a fun anticipation. I, I was listening to another, another podcast a few months ago, but the buildup is often what we're missing in marriages or long-term relationships. And the buildup is really fun. The buildup to sex can be what makes the passion feel so good for both of us. So I, I love what you're doing, Becky. It's such an honor to, to pour into your people in this way. And I hope some people are living in bolder ways with their body image and in their intimate connections. Thank you. They really go hand in hand. When you don't feel good about yourself and you want to hide uh, kind of how you, how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you want to hide in the bedroom, most likely you're hiding from your own life as well. Thank you so much, Jenny. I really appreciate you being here with us. And um, who knows, maybe there'll be a part three. Hey, who knows? There's always more. (laughs) Always more. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Once again, Jenny Price, thank you so much for being with us today. A couple of things that really stand out to me are one, what you like on a Monday, you might not like on a Tuesday. And I want you to know if that's you, if that happens to you, there's nothing wrong with you. If you tell your partner today, I really like X. And then the next day he's doing X to you. And you say, I don't like that today. It's okay to say that. We, as women, our bodies can be temperamental. They can be uh, one day, depending on where you are in your cycle, your breasts might be more tender one day and they might not be the next. These are things that we get to tell our partner comfortably and safely. Jenny talked about having that dialogue during intimacy. When you get comfortable having that dialogue, then saying today it's good, tomorrow it's not, gets more comfortable. I get to practice that too. So again, thanks Jenny for talking to us about body confidence and intimacy. It is a hot and steamy topic and I look forward to seeing you next week. Peace out.